1-800-BETS-OFF. More accolades for Hawkeye star Caitlin Clark, named the winner of the Sullivan Award for the most outstanding athlete at the collegiate or Olympic level in the U.S. Justin Steele goes for his 17th win tonight when the Cubs host the Pirates. Cubs begin the day a half game ahead of the Marlins in the race for the final wildcard spot. Three U.S. Senators are nominating Billie Jean King for the Congressional Medal of Honor, which would make her the first individual female athlete to receive the award. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Hour number two, welcome back, Miller and Con, the Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk to David Kaplan. We'll start with the Bears and the quarterback struggles. Uh, Justin Fields is currently finds himself in the throes of. Uh, we'll talk uh, Cubs, obviously, with Cap as well. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors that. That comes up at about 1230. Right now, let's talk Hawks. John Bowen Camp is here. Yesterday, he was out all the press conferences, players, and Kirk Ferentz, et cetera, et cetera. HawkeyeNation.com, Associated Press. That's where you can read John. And he joins us. John Trenton Ken, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm doing well. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, Penn State's. Is there a changing of the guard in the East? Are you ready to go there yet? I mean, obviously Michigan hasn't played anybody. We don't know if Ohio State has a quarterback. They've got a big one at the same time Saturday night as Iowa does. Uh, so you won't be able to see that one necessarily. But do you sense that maybe uh, Penn State is about to you know, climb to the top of the East, making what seems to be an already difficult trip even uh, a little bit more daunting for Iowa? Maybe, but but uh, but uh, go back to what you just said, and you know, with the Michigan, how they haven't played anybody. Ohio State posed some questions. There's still a lot of football left sure. to play. I think Penn State's in the best place right now of the three of them, and I think this is a big game for them this weekend because you know it gets you that leg up, you know, in, in the Big Ten, you get that first win. Um, but but I, I do like this. I do like this Penn State team. I think they're really really good. But, you know, again, the other teams still have some questions to answer. But I think Penn State's kind of figured things out right now. So I would say they are right now. But, again, you know, I mean, you never know what the other two teams are going to do here in the next few weeks once you get in the Big Ten play. An impactful injury loss at the running back position. Caleb Johnson mm-hmm. didn't feel like we saw all of him even before the injury against Iowa State. And then on top of it, Jazzy on Patterson, that was certainly ascending, losing him. Sean Williams had a great game last week, but we've also mm-hmm. seen LaShawn Williams look okay, but that's about it. Do one of that freshmen have to step up here? If I was going to hang around, do we need to see either Moulton or Washington, one of those two guys, step up and, and make a play or two? Yeah, because they're going to have to run the ball. I mean, they cannot make this a one-dimensional game. They cannot just be throwing the ball because Kate McNamara hasn't thrown the ball well, really, when you right. think about the last couple of games. So, yeah, one of them is going to have to step up. It's going to have to be a running back. I hate to use that the term running back by committee, but it is going to have to be all three of them doing something on Saturday. And, I mean, I do think they ran the ball. I mean, obviously they ran the ball well on Saturday, but it is Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. But I did like how the offensive line played. I liked how LaShawn Williams ran when he had the ball. I, I liked how the freshmen ran when they had the ball. Now let's see what they could do against you know one of the best defenses country let's in in the big 10 and in the country so let's see what they can do if they can run the ball on saturday they have a really good chance of winning and and, and kirk said that yesterday you've got to run the ball to win this game and so i think 
we're going to see early on what they can do. I think they're going to test Penn State early to try to try to get that running game going because they have to be they have to be balanced. They have to be consistent on offense. Uh, Iowa's been, um, I guess, blessed with two tight ends, two really good tight ends. For the better part of, what, the last decade, seemingly, there's yeah. been two on every roster. Uh, we know Eric All was good. Uh, we, we we saw Lachey. I mean, it's a huge blow. I guess where I'm going with you, John, is is there pressure on Addison Ostrenga? Is, is, is he up to the task? Uh, we've seen him a little bit, but, uh, boy, he's got some big shoes to fill now, and I'm guessing that you know he's going to be that guy that's asked to fill those shoes. I, I think he will, and but I mean, it helped last year that he got to play, and it helped last year that he got to kind of see the atmospheres he's going to be in now the rest of the way. But you're right; it is going to have to fall to him. I do think that that tight end room has some guys that we just don't know a lot about right now. And even though he did play a lot, you know, last year and you know, got some playing time uh, with with Addison string, I, I just we're going to learn more about him now in the next couple of games. But I do think he's very talented. I think I think he's got just I think that experience has helped him. He he doesn't have to be the main guy because I think Eric Hall now kind of slides into that role. But he could be a very good complementary piece for them if they want to go with two tight ends. And again, we've seen him use three or four this year at times. So you're going to see some guys that you never really heard of here in the next few weeks kind of step up and and, and see who can kind of fill that second tight end role. Couple of guys with an opportunity. Certainly, offensive line gave up some sacks on Saturday. The run game got going. Got to be able to protect this Penn State team. Really good defensively. One of the top teams in the country, giving up just over 11 points per game. McNamara, we mentioned him, and not a good game for him Saturday. What do you equate that to? Was a theory that I had, John. I like to throw these ridiculous theories at you from okay. time to time. Okay. Since he is feeling healthier. He can move around a little bit better. Maybe he felt more comfortable kind of moving around in the pocket, trying to do more things. And because of that, he was almost trying to do too much because he was finally feeling healthier. I, you're right. I, I, that's actually a very good, good thought, a very right. good opinion. I, I, I'm going to kind of agree with you on that one because, because I do think he is going to have to be in control on Saturday. He's played in this situation. So I, I'm not worried, you know, from that angle. But you're right. I mean, like he said, he talked all last week, hey, this is the best I've felt. This is the first full game week I've had in a year. Um, I do think maybe he was a little overly excited. Now, if he still feels good this week, if he can still do some of the things that, that, that he was able to do last week and then be more control and be more accurate with his passing, that makes Iowa's offense that much better. But again, with, you know, without go back to the Luke Lachey thing, you don't have he doesn't have his best target right now, so he's going to have to worry about those tight ends. He's going to also have to really get these get the ball to the wide receivers because I want to see what those guys can do. So you're going to have to look for a way to get them involved in this offense too. But yeah, he's going to have to be in control, be consistent, and just to just run the offense like he's capable of doing. Uh, are we surprised that maybe that Caleb Brown hasn't been more of a factor? Is that or is that on us uh, as collectively as you know talkers and media that we just well he's from Ohio State he's got to be good <laughs> yeah he's going to come in here he's going to tear it up are 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 you are we surprised we haven't seen more of him John? I, I think that's on us. Yeah, I mean I and, and when you when you listen to Kirk and you know because he gets asked about him every week and, and yeah. when you listen to him talk you could you could tell that it it is taking him. A little bit of time here to adjust to this offense. They got him involved last week with a couple of runs. Mm-hmm. I think that that was a good way to kind of start him out a little bit. I think, 
But, again, I think it's going to take some time. This is a guy that, did, I mean, played last year in a totally different offense, didn't really play a lot. So now you bring him in here, I mean, he's still almost basically almost a year behind when you think about it. So it's going to take him a little bit, I think, to adjust. I mean, I think you're, I'm like you. I think we all thought, oh, okay, big, you know, big name recruit mm-hmm. comes from a big name school. He's going to come in here and he's going to catch 20 balls in the first game. And it, it, it takes him, I think it's taking him a little while to adjust to what they want to do and what they want him to do. And plus, I think they've got really good receivers ahead of him. So I think that kind of limits to what he does. So again, I think we're going to see more and more of him as the season goes on. Last week was just, I think, kind of the beginning for him. Jamari Harris, first game back and gave up a touchdown, or was it Wampa late getting over on that touchdown? Mm. Regardless, uh, it was interesting hearing Jamari yesterday and listening to uh, the interview with him talking about, A, the two-game investigation, and he comes out and says, yes, it was for gambling, but secondly, a guy that said, maybe I was trying to do a little bit too much out there, and not just Harris, kind of felt like the defense as a whole there in the first half, almost trying to do too much in the football game. Yep. Yeah, I think I think they thought. Yeah, I think they thought last week was going to be this one where they were going to get a lot of turnovers early and really dominate this team. And, and they, you know, Western Michigan comes out with a different quarterback than what had played the week before. You know, so I think maybe that maybe that threw them off a little bit. And then they hit the big touchdown pass. And I, I think it really at that point they were just kind of chasing them for the rest of the first half. Once you got through halftime, it seemed like the defense really settled down. They were, I mean, obviously when you look at the numbers, they were just really that much better. And they could really kind of tee off on them. But they're going to have to have a really good game on Saturday. They can't have those kind of mistakes on the back end like they had last week early in that game. They're going to have to be better from front to back, and it's going to have to be consistent because you don't want to get this team started early. You don't want to get this crowd started early. No. You want to keep you want to keep yourself in the game to where you get into the fourth quarter and have a chance to win. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, back to Lachey for just a second, and maybe it was too early uh, for this discussion. Maybe it was scuttlebutt or just, you know, banter amongst other media members. Um, obviously, he's, he's going to miss the entire season. Right. He could have gone to the NFL next year. What's more likely that um, – because, because i got to think that this is going to hurt his stock, especially if you can't work out – does this make it more likely that he's a Hawkeye next year? Sadly, the fact that he was injured um, last weekend. And there's two. I mean, there's two schools of thought you can look at with him. Is you know, yes, he may come back to raise his stock, and then on the other hand, there may be NFL teams that say, "Look, we know how good you are. If you're healed by the time the April draft comes around, we're going to take you." And he may look at it and say, "Look, I just had this you know catastrophic injury." You know, that end in my season, maybe it's time for me to go now to go make some money. So, I mean, there's two yeah. ways he can look at it. And, and, but I, but I do think, I do think it makes it that you start to lean more about coming back just because I think he might want to prove something. But again, we'll see how this heals. Mm-hmm. We'll see what kind of work he does in the wintertime. And, and I mean, I mean, at some point he's going to have to make that decision, but we'll see where this goes with this surgery and see where he's at in a couple of months if he does heal up well. And Kirk yesterday seemed to think that it wasn't going to be, you know, one of those things that could really affect him one way or the other. I kind of read it the same way, yeah, where Kirk uh, was as upbeat as he can be, certainly yeah. with an injury like that. Talk with John Bowenkamp, taking a look at the Hawkeyes as they prepare for Penn State. We know Penn State's a behemoth. When you look at this game, what are your keys here? What's it going to take for Iowa to hang around, give themselves a chance, and maybe have something goofy happy come the fourth quarter? Play mistake-free football. I mean, that, that's 
you know, in all three of the games this year, they haven't they've won games, but they haven't been clean at times. Mm-hmm. And this has to be one of those games where you can't have the mistake at the back end that allows the long touchdown pass. You've got to be able to block up front. You can't be, you know, you can't. The fundamentals have to be there. You can't let guys get through and get a sack. You've got to play your best football in this game. You can't make mistakes. This is a team I think. <coughs> excuse me. This is a team that I think can do that. But you're going to have to be at your best on Saturday. I don't. I don't think you can expect Penn State in that atmosphere to come in and make mistakes. You're going to have to play mistake-free football and stay with them and, and get into the fourth quarter, and then you got a chance to win. Uh, speaking of that atmosphere, John, you've covered a lot of games, a lot of uh, destinations throughout the throughout the country. Have you covered a whiteout? I'm guessing that you have. If so, never been. You nav- no, never been. Interesting. No. So you don't know what no. to, if that is a memorable time, even for reporters I, or not. When you when you look at the number of people that are going to be there, and it, the equivalent for me is I've been to Michigan. Yeah. So you're talking about a hundred thousand fans there, yeah. and it gets to that point where it just doesn't seem like there's a hundred thousand there, you know. But there really is, and uh, so I mean, it's going to be loud, and that's what <coughs> Kirk talked about yesterday. Don't let them get started. Don't let them get an early mm-hmm. lead because then it then you're really you're chasing points, but you're also chasing that crowd. So. One uh, thing over on the basketball side, I know you're working on the Blue Ribbon, getting ready for the season. Let's yep. uh, take a look. The Iowa men's basketball schedule was released. There's the standard cream puffs in there and <laughs> the worst of the worst every single year, but you beat them by 30, 40 points. That's a good thing. Overall, your takeaways from the Iowa men's basketball schedule. You know, it was funny yesterday. I was kind of going through that schedule, and I thought, you know, they do play some really good teams, but they're all on the road or on mm-hmm. neutral courts. Um, you know, so I, I do think I do think it is it's a schedule for this team. And yes, I would like to see a, a, a couple of good home games. Uh, the ACC Big Ten Challenge being gone kind of takes one of those away. Um, you know, but I, it was what I expected. You know, with, with 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 what has filtered out, you know, over the last few months. So, you know, I mean, it, it, you're not you're going to be tested. I mean, you're going to get tested at Creighton. You're going to get tested in the. Yes. Tournament out in San Diego, you're going to get tested at Iowa State. You know, I mean, I don't know what that team's going to be like, but they always find a way, you know, especially, you know, at home to play well. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get some tests early on. And then you start looking at the net rankings for the Big Ten and what everybody was last year. It's like your schedule is going to be okay, I think, all the way around. We shall see. Going to be a fun season ahead. Uh, can't wait. For, so you're doing the Blue Ribbon just for Iowa, or are you? They no, no. I did 16 all together. So uh, my favorite one was Dane Altman. I called Dane Altman, yeah. and he called me back, and he's like, "Burlington, Iowa," <laughs> and he started asking me about the junior college coach here, Jim Wyatt, and we talked for 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> nice. on just, you know, and that made that interview that much easier. You yeah. know, so. I, I love talking to all these different coaches. Um, you know, it's 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 good to kind of hear from different people that you don't get to deal with very much. Mm-hmm. But I did all the locals. I did Jake. I did Darren DeVries, you know, Otzelberger at Iowa State and then Fran. So I I enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. So. When does it come out? About a month? Should be out soon. Yeah. Should be out soon, I think. So That's the Bible. Um, yeah, it is. So it, 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 it's, And I enjoy doing it, and I love being a part of it. So everybody go buy one. <laughs> By the way, guys, yes. remember who told you uh-huh, April, uh-huh. May, June, and July uh-huh, that they'll be fine? fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looks like and they're going to be fine, John. Yeah. Then they're going to be fine all the way through October. So.
So. Well, till they meet the brave brother Bravos, anyways. Boy, that's. I'm be not fun. worried about that because they're going to get beat by the Phillies in the second. Oh, oh okay. Anyway. All right. Sorry. Already got it mapped out. Oh, I love I've this time of year. I've already got it mapped out. I've already got that path. Well, the problem is the Phillies. Oh yeah, they because they'll be a wild card team, and yeah, yep. that's who it'll be. Yep. 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 So. Well, mm. what you got to hope for? Well, let's see the Phillies. No, you might see the Phillies there, unless we get a big upset. You might see the Phillies yourself, right? No, no, because the two plays, two plays, three. They go six. up top, yeah. But what if? Yeah, the, but so. if the Brewers get beat by the Phillies, the no, Phillies no. will be the well, top no, remaining no, no. seed. The Brewers would play. The Brewers would play six, so they would play that last. Ah. They, they're probably going to get. So the you're cubbies. a Brewers fan now, too, huh? I whatever happens, I, oh, we, we will take care of our business in the division. Uh, October, you can't beat it. Best month in sports I, for my money. I can't wait. I just can't wait. Yep, you know, ditto. So. Thank you, John. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Have a good one. Yep, you do the yep. same. John Bowen Camp, Associated Press, Hawkeye Nation, and Blue Ribbon. Yes. I, who knew? He's been doing that for years. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I did. Yeah. yeah, I guess I did. Did you? I used to get it faithfully, just oh, like Phil Steele. Yeah, absolutely. And for whatever anymore. reason, the last few years I haven't uh, haven't picked it up. It's a fun one. Yeah, it's might sick. have to dabble again. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Take a time out. Cappy's really good. He'll tell us about those Bears uh, and the Cubs. Uh, they play tonight. Twins right now. They're on. The, they're in uh, Cincinnati or scoreless. But the Cub, uh, the Twins have a couple of runners on. Let's go. Inning. Uh, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Or side. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call G Center of Iowa. Maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise. There's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard. Don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when Rush Niggett is here and ready to help your business. Hi, I'm Rush. I've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years. I don't just want to be your lawyer. I want your business to succeed as much as you do. Your business needs Rush. Visit his award-winning blog at RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your good. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy from the Urology. Joined again by Dr. Ethan Heisman, Elite Eye Care, with locations in Waukee, two in Ankeny, and Norwalk. Dr. Heisman, getting older, I wear contacts. What do you have so I don't have to deal with cheaters? Multifocal or bifocal contact lenses. These lenses are very well designed and very comfortable so that when you wear them, you can still enjoy nice, crisp, clear vision far away, but then you can also still see up close without having to throw on reading glasses. Waukee, Ankeny, and Norwalk.
106.3 KXNO. Let's get to Chicago. He's David Kaplan. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors the Capman, and he is with us. Cap Trenton. Ken, thanks for coming on, Capper. How are you? I am good, man. Just out getting my steps in and got to go work out still. And then was just trying to digest the Bears news from this morning. So a lot going on. Yeah, and that news I'm guessing you're referring to is Justin Fields when he was asked what's wrong, or paraphrasing that, but his response was, you know, it, it could be the coaching. Uh, that's not a ringing endorsement, Cap. No, and then he wanted to, you know, he, like here's his, Justin from Dan Weederer, Justin, he covers the team. Justin Fields acknowledged he's been playing too robotic and fit the pin off the grenade and rolled it into the building with his explanation for why he believes it is that way. Yeah. Coaching. Now, somebody followed up, and he said, look, I have a good relationship, a good rapport with those guys. I just have too much in my head. I just have to say, F it, and just be me and go play. So, Getsy, I mean, is that where... I know there's been a lot of angst with the fan base with him as the offensive coordinator. Is that where you feel that he's kind of pointing that arrow that way? Uh... Explain what you mean. As in, when he's talking about coaching, is he talking about the offensive coordinator? I think he's talking about the offensive coordinator and the head coach and the quarterback coach and the wide receiver coach. Like, all of them have input into the game plan, and all of them deal with him on a day-to-day basis. And he feels like, and, and I watched the press conference, he feels like, okay, so I'm just going through my... Progression one to progression two to progression three to this to, to that. And he feels like it's, he's like a robot and he's not just cutting it loose. I don't know if that's accurate because he's had guys open and he's refused to throw the football. That's not coaching. That's processing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find out because, you know, he could say, F it, I'm going to go be me and play loose and free. If Chris Jones is coming in to eat when Eesh. he sees you yeah. and – Andy Reid's still coaching the game, and Patrick Mahomes still a quarterback, so we'll see. Yeah, it just it doesn't bode well, I don't think, this week, Cap. So, look, in NFL City, uh, being in an NFL City and doing what you do, especially after the team starts 0-2, I don't think that there was, you know, realistic fans didn't think that this was a Super Bowl team this year, but they thought that they were going to see progress, I'm guessing, uh, in their quarterback. Where is the fan base on Justin Fields, Cap? Um, there is the group that I call the Justin Fields stands that just, he could do no wrong. It's all absolutely a hundred percent on the quarterback coach, the wide receiver coach, the offensive coordinator, the head coach, the receivers, the line, whoever it is other than Justin. Those are those, you know, fanboys on the internet mm-hmm. that have a keyboard on their phone and think they know everything about football. Then there's the astute fans, men and women, who watch a lot of football and say, no, actually, Justin, yeah, you may get hit a lot. Maybe your O-line isn't the best, but there's multiple times you're holding the ball north of four seconds. I, I, I don't know if I've told you guys this. I think I have, but I've said it a billion times on radio. Tom Brady had a clock install with a buzzer in Tampa. He says, quote, if the ball's not out of my hands between two and a half and two and three quarters seconds, that's on me. It's my fault. It's not the O line. It's nobody's fault. 
but me if it doesn't work out. Do you know that Justin Fields has been sacked an inordinate number of times where he's held the ball 4.6 seconds or longer? That's unconscionable. That's on him. So you're excited about the Drake May era? (laughs) Uh, Caleb Williams. Be that crappy for you. You got Connor Bedard, the first overall pick. You stop being so greedy for crying out. I'm not a Blackhawks fan. I don't care about that. Yeah, I like I like the Blackhawks. They're fun, but <laughs> greedy. I got the Bears have sucked. We haven't had a quarterback our whole life. Right. <laughs> no. I want Caleb Williams. Here's what I want. Caleb Williams with the first pick. And then the second pick, because we have Carolina, yep. I want Marvin Harrison. Yeah. And then I want Link- Lincoln Riley as our head coach. All right. Yeah, but you know what he does? He's not friends of the media. He'd shut you guys down, Lincoln Riley. If he wins, who cares? Uh, Lincoln, let me tell you something. Lincoln Riley would find out that stuff ain't going to play <laughs> no. in Chicago now. <laughs> no. I remember Lovey Smith. There's a guy on the who covers the Bears for the AP. He is as vanilla and harmless a guy as they come. Mm-hmm. He simply writes like an AP reporter. The Bears, did. no opinion, no nothing. He asked Lovey some question about staff changes the last practice of the year when Mike March was the coordinator. Mm-hmm. And he said, will you have any staff changes? Yeah, I haven't addressed that. He goes back and presses Lovey again. Coach, it's the last time we're going to get to talk to you. Is Mike March coming back as the offensive coordinator? And he said it with a little indignation in his voice. Mm-hmm. Lovey ends the press conference, walks out. Five minutes later, here comes the media relations director at the time. Uh, Andrew, yeah, coach would like to see you in the wide receivers room. And he goes down there and Lovey airs him out. I want to be treated like the head coach at Oklahoma. What I say is the absolute law. Mm. And you never question me. And we heard about this and we just buried Lovey on the air. Who the H do you think you are? You're not in charge of us. We do our job. This is a big boy market. Mm-hmm. And shortly thereafter, Lovey was fired. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, done on the Bears, Trent? Do you want to make more misery? Um, I mean, the, the offensive line gets goes oh. from awful to, I don't know, the next adjective you want to use. Mm-hmm. I, I are in his cap said, here comes Chris Jones. It, it's it's amazing. It just This organization, it it is so... Year after year, Ken tried to talk me into Justin Fields. I, I cap. I'm sure you deal with these people a lot. The people that are just so beat down by this organization every single year. This might be one of the worst organizations in all sports. Yeah, like on field. Yes, I think they do a really good job, in terms of their business operations, and they're worth five billion dollars or more. All of that is true. And so on that side, they're a really good organization. Like when the Blackhawks, before they won their titles, when before they hired McDonough, they were a pathetic organization on every level. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't have a human resources department. They didn't have a business department. They had to call the Wurtz Corporation to get, hey, we need to buy something. Can you bring a check over? That, that's <laughs> literally how they were run. The Chicago Cubs before Ricketts, you know how they measured season ticket renewals? This is a fact. It's not me being funny. How many times did we refill the fax machine? Jeez. That's oh. a true story. Oh. Yes. So the Bears are a professional organization. 
they just suck on the field. Uh, the Cubs, on the other hand, they're clinging, Cap. That was a big win for them last night. I know it was the Pirates, but they, but the, the, uh, they were going the wrong way. Uh, it's nice to see these young kids. This Canario, who was part of the Bryant trade, I want to say, uh, gets his opportunity. I'm glad that he had a chance. You know, the Grand Slam was great. He'll never forget his first hit in the league. Went for a double, but that's one that probably should have been caught. Maybe would have got over the outfielder's head if he wouldn't have tripped. I don't know. Uh, but I guess point being, Cap, is that the farm system has really helped out the big club, which this is supposed to do, but for for a few years, though, it's pretty barren. Um, not the case anymore. There's been some guys come up from Des Moines that have had an impact. Yeah, there has been, and that was a cool moment to watch Canario hit the grand slam last night. You know, the first hit where the guy misplayed the ball and went over his head. Okay, you're going to get you know, a hit on the ledger, right? The grand slam. That's legit. That freaking yeah. cool. That was super legit. So yeah, there's guys coming. Cade Horton's going to be a really good major league pitcher. They've got guys. Uh, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here. Theo's won three world series rings. You'll never take those away from Theo. But when Theo left, the front office had done a lousy job at, Drafting, developing, especially on the pitching side, Jed changed all those processes or a lot of them. Jed's done a better job in that area. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Should Crow Armstrong, I mean, you're kind of torn, right? You you call him up, you want him to play. Uh, He's not getting a lot of opportunities. Are they not mismanaging him, Cap? I don't want to say that. Um, But should he be playing more? If they're going to call him up, should they try and, you know, make an effort to get him in? Um, he has, he looks a little overmatched to me at the plate right now. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to win games, man. This is not about player development. You are, we're, we got what, 11 games left. We got, uh, five at home at six. Oh yeah. 11 games left. And you're trying to get to the postseason in a season that nobody really thought that was going to happen. So yeah, he gets his opportunities a little bit. He gets in for defense, pinch run, might get in a bat here or there. No, he should not be starting unless they feel the matchup is super favorable. What's it going to cost and what's it going to take to keep Cody Bellinger in Chicago? A lot of freaking money. It's going to take, <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing, wow, it's Boris, so you got to always add a year and add more money. I'm going to guess Cody Bellinger to get him. The Cubs would like to do like five times. 30 a year, mm-hmm. and I don't think there's any chance he'd take that. Could you get him at six times 35? Maybe. He might look for more years. I think if it goes north of six years and an option, I think the Cubs will tap out. I do. I don't mm. think they're cut. You know, we got to remember now, 20, 21, and 22, Cody Bellinger was a terrible baseball player. Yep. Terrible. I mean, really, really bad. And this year, he's been outstanding. But is he going to revert back? I mean, he had the MVP year, three terrible years, and then a really good year this year. So are you comfortable giving him seven and eight years? I'm not. And I like him a lot. But I think if you give him a little more money per year, but lower the amount of years. So if Heaven forbid it goes sideways, you can get out of it faster. 
Fascinating to watch. So, Cap, they've got to take care of business. Colorado comes in for the weekend. What do we expect Atlanta and Milwaukee to do next week? Brewers should have clinched. They're not getting the two. They're not getting the one. They're they're locked in at the three. So, um, will they get the? I mean, may, may they get the Braves and the Brewers at the right time? I'm get. I, I guess is where I'm going. I still think they're going to play their guys. Now they they're not going to expand, extend Corbin Burns or Brandon Woodruff or. Um, Spencer Schreider, guys like that are not going to throw 110 pitches and be in the game in the eighth inning. I don't see that. Mm-hmm. So they may catch a break on the starters and how long they let them go. But Ronald Acuna is trying to do something historic. He's going to play. Yep. That I, I still think you're going to face teams that may not be razor sharp because they've already clinched, but they're still really good. David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cap. Cap, have a great week, Capper. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'll be in Kansas City this weekend. Do, doing what? What's going on? There's a football Bears game. Are oh, you going to the game? Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. Reno last week, uh, Kansas City this week. Hard to keep track of you, Cap. Good to talk to you. Keep running and gunning, baby. <laughs> yes, indeed. See you, Cap. We'll see you. All right, bye-bye. Good stuff. All right, David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cap. You've got a remodel, new construction, inside, outside, choosing your finishes, whether it's interior stone, thin brick, great options. Check them all out. Exterior, you want to do something around the foundation, the garage, deck columns, those type of projects. Let Centurion Stone of Iowa help. CenturionStoneofIowa.com or visit the showroom 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Miller and Condon, Trent's Play of the Day. That's next. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. That's a celebration. Guys, are you looking for an excuse to watch football all weekend long? Then schedule your vasectomy with the Urology Center of Iowa. The Urology Center of Iowa offers nitrous during your vasectomy, cutting-edge technology to help you relax during your procedure. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it on... Trent Condon back with you. Are you a DIY landlord? Then you probably don't have much free time. Between finding tenants, filling out tax forms, repairing drywall, and answering calls about runny faucets and leaky toilets, you're not free to do much of anything. That's why you need Renner's Warehouse. When our professional landlords go to work for you, you're suddenly free to do a lot of things. Free to get a good night's sleep. Free to have dinner with your family every night. Free to take a vacation. And free to be so efficient managing one property, you're free to acquire even more. And one step closer to financial freedom. Go to renterswarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis. Or call 515-528-4429. That's 528-4429. And feel free to remember this rhyme. DIY is no way to be. Call Renner's Warehouse and Statement. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. 
Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NO-WHAT-SUPPLIES-LAST. Joined today by Dr. McGee from Elite Eye Care. At Elite Eye Care, we specialize in primary care, and we also offer vision therapy, which can include sports vision. For athletes, we offer sports vision therapy, where we work on eye movements, eye-hand coordination, reaction time, and all sorts of other visual skills that are excellent for any sports schedule your appointment today at elite eye care online eye doctor des moines.com and now four locations walkie two in ankeny and norwalk agent with the misty Silvich home selling team it's time for trent's pick of the day brought to you by circus sports iowa here's ken and trent Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO plays the day in a moment. Uh, for those of you NFL fans, uh, here's the slate that we're going to get locally. Uh, CBS has a single game this week. Uh, in Des Moines, we are getting uh, Patriots at Jets. Mm. Uh, really? That, yeah, I know, right? That's where Romo and Nance are going to be, and that's what they're feeding us. Miami, what? Denver, Buffalo, Washington, Tennessee, Oak, uh, Tennessee, Cleveland, Indy, and Baltimore, the other choices. I would take a lot of those games over that one. Beth Moens has the Baltimore game. Okay. Uh, I would rather watch Tennessee-Cleveland. I would rather watch Buffalo-Washington. I would rather watch Denver-Miami. Yeah, the Jets, uh, perhaps they're not aware yet of the injury at the quarterback position. He's unavailable. I'm with you. The late game, Fox has the double dip. The early game on Fox will be New Orleans at Green Bay. No Chargers-Vikings locally this I would rather watch that game, but both of them good. Uh, and then the late game, of course, we're going to get the Chiefs and the Bears. <laughs> yeah. And the we'll only other option? Below. Well, on Fox, there is one more on CBS, Carolina, Seattle, but the only other option is, you're right, Dallas at Arizona and half the crowd, 60% of the crowd, Cowboy yeah. fans? That sounds about right. What have you got for plays? Uh, we got one underway already, and we're off to a good start after a push-in yesterday. That's a win for me, 2-2. Two and two. Hmm. Got the Natties. They're out to a uh, early lead 4-1 over the White Sox. But game's coming up this evening. In fact, the mid-afternoon. Give me the Giants. I'm going to take them minus 104 as they are in Arizona. Scoreboard watching on that one. Yes. And going to take Webb against Kelly. Kelly, a little uneven here lately. And I'm going to wrap it up this evening with your Blue Jays. Gossman, I know, pitches tonight. He does. Against King, who's been good in his own right for the Yankees. We're going to take the team that has something to play for. Giants, Blue Jays for me this evening. All right. For you next, it's Murph and Andy. They take you until 3 o'clock. Then the drive with Heather and Sean 3 until 6. Fantasy show is tonight, is it not? It is. After Hawk Central. After Hawk Central. Good stuff. Miller and Condon weekdays. 1101 Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. KXNO.